Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey everyone, this is the Millionaire Hippies Podcast with your host, Boom Shika, where we chat about spirituality, business, and health. We all want to live self-actualizing, fulfilling lives with joy, prosperity, and gratitude. Let's go on this beautiful journey together. Hello everyone, I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shikha and I welcome you to my channel. 
As always, I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. In this one, I wanted to speak to you a little bit about what I learned about hunger after the Osawa diet that I just completed, a couple of them. I completed two of them. And if you haven't heard of the Osawa diet, obviously Google it, or you can check out my couple of videos on it. Uh, I think I did one or two videos on the Osawa diet. But it's generally a microbiotic diet, and you do it for 10 days. It's the most strict one. You do it for 10 days, and you only eat um, four grains, buckwheat, millet, uh, brown rice, and whole wheat. And then you can have water, and that's all, really. And the only way you can cook it is by baking it or boiling it with water and salt. And so it's obviously a very strict diet. You obviously don't do it for very long. You do it for 10 days. It's a sort of cleanse. It balances out your hormones. It also has a bunch of amazing effects that are more intangible. But I wanted to share with you, as I said, my observations on hunger and on food in general from the diet. Now, this is the first time I've actually done a very strict diet like this. It's not even a fast, I wouldn't say, because I, mean, I was eating regularly. I was having three meals a day. But it was very restricted in the fact that I was only eating a few things. And um, after a while, I mean, it became flavorful enough. But in the beginning, it's very bland. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I can't have spices. Especially as an Indian person, spices are the epitome of my life. So not having spices in my food, I was just like missing it immensely. But eventually you get used to it and you like the food. And, you know, the day 10 approaches and you're surprised that you've stuck, stuck it out for 10 days. The couple of observations that I had about hunger specifically, because you learn a lot about your hunger in the process of doing this diet, which is fascinating to me. The first thing, as I said, is that there are two reasons we eat food. Three, I should say, but like the two main reasons why people eat food. Now, of course, we imagine that we eat food because we are hungry and we're trying to sustain ourselves and our bodies. But doing the Osawa diet, I realized how little food I actually need in order to survive. I ate very little bowls of rice or buckwheat um, three times a day. And I was completely full most of the time, except certain times I'd get hungry and I'd have a little bit extra. But mostly I was very full. I wasn't hungry at all. I wasn't starving. And in fact, I was glowing more than ever and my, my energy levels were high. Mm -hmm. And so in general, I realized that I'm actually probably eating a lot more than I should be. And I started reading up on it. And of course, yes, we eat food for sustenance. We eat food because we need, we need it in order to survive. But in this day and age where food is abundantly available, I think a lot of us are eating food for a couple of other reasons. Basically, first of all, to numb ourselves. And that was actually one of the major things that came up for me is that on the Osawa diet, it's absolutely impossible for you to numb yourself using food. There's not enough of it, first of all. It doesn't taste that good. It's not like cheesy goodness or it's not um, filled with fats or anything like that. It's just basic, very basic food. And so if you wanted to numb yourself using buckwheat, you know, or brown rice with just salt and water, it's just impossible, right? And so, yeah, you would eat a little bit and you'd be like, oh, my God, I really you would feel this desire to numb yourself. You feel this desire to be like, oh, my God, I really don't want to do this. I hate this diet. I hate myself. I hate the world. And then you would want to numb yourself using food because that's what all of us do. We eat carbs, we eat chips, we eat cookies, we eat desserts, we eat um, something cheesy, we eat something really terrible for us. And then we feel good about ourselves for a few seconds. But on the wasaba diet, as I said, it's impossible to numb, to numb yourself 
using food in order to placate yourself using food to soothe yourself using food right it's just impossible and so you really learn how often and i realized for myself how often i used food in order to numb myself now of course what happens is that we kind of find other ways to soothe ourselves or numb ourselves like you know when you're quitting smoking a lot of the smokers will instead start you know chewing gum and they just become voracious chewers of gum they just kind of go crazy with it or you know they'll put on a patch but they'll put like a hundred a day or something like they just go crazy about it it's like they need this oral fixation and they just kind of substitute one for another or they start eating a lot of candy or they start eating a lot of food in general that's why a lot of smokers when they quit they gain a lot of weight and so if we are not able to numb ourselves one way using food then we find other ways to numb ourselves and i noticed that my intake of social media went up exponentially normally i don't spend that much time on social media obviously but as soon as I couldn't use food to numb myself, I started using social media a lot more. A lot of it was obviously to look at pictures of food, <laughs> which is terrible. But I did that a lot. You know, I'd go online and look at pictures of food or pictures of people eating food. Or it was just like, a, I was like, ah, I want food. And so I realized how often as I said I numb myself, but also I realized how what I used to numb myself. So if I don't have food, I use social media. If I don't have social media, then I lose, use physical activity or work. So if I wasn't um, able to eat properly on those Sabbath, I'd like completely. I noticed that I worked, overworked myself. I worked a lot in order to distract myself from the fact that I couldn't eat. And so it's fascinating to me. It was perfectly fascinating to me to notice this. You know, it's like, wow, really? I actually do this unconsciously, completely unaware of this. We're all doing it, but we're completely unaware of it. And that's why I love those Sabatad, because it just kind of brings it into highlight. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this is actually what I do. The second thing that we do with food that a lot of you probably know of already is that we reward ourselves with food. So if we do something good or if we don't do something good or if we had a hard day or if we didn't have a hard day, you know, we just reward ourselves. We're like, oh, I deserve it. I deserve this chocolate cake or I deserve this Krispy Kreme donut or I deserve this bag of chips. That's a family pack, but I'm just going to eat it all by myself. Um, so we and that's me. That last person is me because I don't like sweet stuff, but I love chips. and I can literally eat a family pack of chips by myself sitting in my room. And before I know it, the whole pack is done. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so we reward ourselves using food. Right. Again, as I said, on Osava, you can't really do that. Like, I mean, who wants to reward themselves with buckwheat? And it's delicious, but it's not that delicious. And it's not sweet. It's not like a dessert or a, a savory snack. So it's not something that you can really use to reward yourself. So you don't have that system anymore. And again, you notice, I noticed particularly for myself, how often I used food in order to reward myself. So I'd have a long day at work and I'm like, oh, I would really love like a bag of chips right now to, to, to reward myself, to soothe myself. Now, I guess numbing and soothing are pretty much the same thing, basically, but you're kind of using different tenets of it. Like you're numbing yourself to get away from feeling something or you're numbing yourself from to pre prevent yourself from seeing something clearly. You're rewarding yourself because you had a hard day or because you went through a difficult time or because you're going through a breakup or because uh, your parents are fighting and you want to you know, soothe yourself or things like that. And so I think they're basically two sides of the same coin, really. But again, food is used for both of them. In general, a lot of times when we're eating food, it's not because we're hungry necessarily or that I, our body needs sustenance. Like that's, It's like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. If I don't eat, I'm going to die. 
but it's because we're rewarding ourselves, because we're numbing ourselves, because we're soothing ourselves, because we're using food in order to placate ourselves, in order to give ourselves solace, in order to not be lonely anymore. A lot of us who are single or by ourselves, a lot of cases when you're by yourself on a Saturday night or a Sunday morning and you feel that feeling that pang of loneliness, what do people do? You know, we eat. We eat a lot of food. And that food kind of becomes a sort of surrogate partner or a surrogate romantic relationship, right? And so again, we soothe ourselves, make ourselves feel better using food. Again, on Osawa, you can't actually really do that. No matter how much buckwheat you eat <laughs> or brown rice, it really doesn't work. You know, you can have a bowl of buckwheat, but after that, you're like, oh my God, I can't eat another bowl of buckwheat. And then really at that point, you start feeling the feelings. You start feeling all that stuff that you've been pushing down underneath into the underground by eating, by soothing yourself using food, right? If you don't have that coping mechanism anymore, then what are you going to do? You're going to actually start feeling your feelings. You're going to actually start feeling what's coming up. You're going to actually start seeing things more clearly. And in general, Osawa, a lot of people do this because of the fact that they're doing it for health benefits. I really did it because I really wanted to see underneath the surface of my subconscious. I wanted to see what is going on down there. And it was very enlightening in a lot of different ways, as I said. I realized how often I numb myself using food, how often I reward myself using food, how often I push down the feelings that I'm feeling by going and having a bag of chips or going and having something to eat. And a lot of times the, the, the things I'm choosing are healthy, which is fine, I guess. But the point isn't that. Isn't The point isn't that you're choosing healthy snacks. The point is that why do you need to eat right now when you're not actually even hungry? What are you doing using food? Like what, what are you trying to really do? What are you really using this food item for? And that's, again, the question that I've been asking a lot of times nowadays after the Osawa ended. Because I noticed myself doing it, obviously, as soon as the diet ended, I started going into my voracious phase of eating like a crazy person but I really try to ask myself as much as possible ask myself this question of when I am eating something what am I eating for right now am I eating for sustenance is it because I'm hungry or am I eating because I had a bad email or a bad text message or a nasty troll messaging me and I'm trying to soothe myself and make myself feel better or am I eating because I feel like I'm missing Thailand and I'm trying to soothe myself that way or I'm trying to reward myself because I had a long, hard day at work and I'm like, ah, oh, I just need to eat something in order to make myself feel better. Again, what are we using food for, right? And so, as I said, I've been noticing, trying to notice at least, and trying to really pinpoint it. Now, I don't know if I'm actually really doing anything about it, particularly I'm journaling a lot and trying to realize what's actually going on and perhaps that's just the first step for me. But I've noticed that it's been extremely enlightening for sure. I've learned a lot about myself in the last few days just by doing this diet and then by kind of recon, doing some recon after and trying to figure out, okay, what happened there? Why did I do that? Why did I eat this? Why did I, why do I need to eat this right now? Why, what am I trying to soothe? What am I using this oral fixation for? Right? And so I wanted to share this with you because, as I said, it's fascinating. It is absolutely fascinating what we use food for. And in, in a lot of cases, I'm sure you imagine that you use food for one thing, but you're actually using it for completely something different. And I'm not saying that you guys should go and do the Osawa diet. I don't know if it's for everyone for sure. But I do realize that even just doing a day's fast and figuring out, oh my God, food is, I'm really emotionally attached to food and I can't go without it. I think it would be really useful for a lot of you guys. I hope this makes sense. I hope I was able to explain myself to you. If you have any questions, obviously message or comment below and I shall do a follow-up video. Again, thank you for watching. I shall see you the next time around.
Bye for now. Thanks for listening. Go check out my website at themillionairehippie.com if you want more free, awesome content. If you really like the podcast, please consider giving me a five-star review on iTunes. Until next time, namaste. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.